What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day and are having a good week so far. Today, I am bringing back the fetish series since it's been a minute since I've done one of these episodes. I think the last episode I released for the fetish series was back in October, believe it or not. So we're overdue. (laughs) But before I jump in, if you're a new listener or you aren't caught up on the rest of the fetish series, go to the description of this episode and I've linked all of the previous episodes in the series. You don't really need to listen to them in any particular order, but if you're curious about the BDSM world, then definitely go and check them out. Also, in the next couple weeks, I'm going to have some new guests on the show, and we're going to be answering questions and giving advice to listeners who write in. So make sure you're following me on Instagram, which is Dirty Blondes Pod, and click the link in my bio if you would like to submit your questions or stories anonymously, or you can obviously DM or email me as well. But whatever you submit will be featured on the show, and we'll answer and give you our advice. All right, now let's get into this week's topic, which is sensation play. So sensation play sounds like this big, complicated, kinky thing that people do, but it's really very simple. Sensation play is the act of engaging your senses in different ways to heighten your pleasure. You and your partner create different sensations or feelings on the skin, in the muscle, or within your body in different and sometimes unexpected ways. Ultimately, you want a feeling that's not the typical stroke of a hand on the skin or the same caress that you might be used to when you normally have sex with any of your partners. There are many forms of sensation play that people enjoy, and it can range from pleasant to painful. You can use one sense to engage another, or you can use sensory deprivation to muffle one sense and then enhance another. Sensory deprivation is a form of sensation play that is often incorporated into BDSM. It involves depriving a person, usually the sub, of one or more of their senses, like sight and hearing. This not only helps make them feel more helpless, but it can also make their other senses, like touch, more sensitive to stimuli. Sensation play can include impact play, which is either spanking or striking someone with an implement. It can also include pressure, pain, temperature, restraint, scent, taste, sight, and sound. Now, sensation play typically falls into the world of domination and submission or sadomasochism, but you can also enjoy sensation play as a form of foreplay in the vanilla world if you're not totally ready to jump into BDSM or you're just simply not interested in it. The main difference between sensation play and vanilla sex versus BDSM is that BDSM usually involves physical and or psychological restraint or punishment, and it's much more intense, whereas with vanilla sex, it's much more sexy, light, and simply pleasing to the physical senses. As I've mentioned before in earlier episodes of the fetish series, there can be an overlap in certain areas within the BDSM world. There isn't a playbook or a one-size-fits-all approach to BDSM, so my best advice is to go at your own pace and have fun exploring new things and learning about what works and what doesn't work for both you and your partners. And don't think that you have to jump right in with the more intense stuff. Everyone starts somewhere, so just try things out that you're comfortable with. Some people never really get into the more extreme stuff, and that's totally fine. The main goal is to have an enjoyable and pleasurable experience between you and your partner. Now, I'm going to give you guys some examples and tools to engage in sensation play for all your different senses. The examples I will give will range from more beginner level stuff all the way to some of the more intense and extreme examples. But before I get into that, I wanted to give you guys a little refresher from earlier on in the series about safety and consent. I'm pretty sure I've said this in every episode of the fetish series, but communication and consent are extremely important when engaging in BDSM activities. 
So please make sure that you and your partners are on the same page with expectations, safe words, safe signals, your pain levels, all of that good stuff, because you don't want to injure someone or be the reason why they have a trigger down the road. All right, so let's get into the different examples of sensation play. When it comes to your senses, touch is going to be the sense that experiences the most activity. Spanking and impact play are probably the most common types of play and can be a very erotic experience. Obviously, you can use your hand, but there are a bunch of toys and tools that you can use to make your impact play experience more fun. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of impact play toys in this episode because there are so many varieties and there's a lot that comes into play with the materials that they're made of, the weight of them, the flexibility and so on. So I will do a complete episode on the different types of toys at a later date. But for now, stick to your hands if you're a beginner. Now, obviously with spanking, if your goal is to simply be rough and experience pain, then go for it. But if you want spanking to be a little bit more sensual, you can have your sub lay across your lap or bend over the bed and caress the back of their legs and their ass with your hand. This will not only help them relax, but it will surprise them once the first smack lands. Also, with spanking, you want to start slowly and build up to more intense impact. So this is with your hands or with toys, whatever you're using. But don't forget to check in with your partner to make sure that they're enjoying the experience. Obviously, pain can be pleasurable, but you don't want them to be actually in physical pain where it's unbearable. So pause between smacks to soothe their skin with your palm, or you can touch them in a more sexual way and begin to introduce other sensations. So besides spanking, there's also flogging, caning, cropping, and paddling, which all can be done on various parts of your body, not just your ass. Next, I'm lumping hair pulling, using your nails, and nipple play together because all of these can be done soft and sensual or you can be more rough and aggressive. Now, when you're pulling hair, always try to grip from the scalp, regardless of how sensual or rough you want it to be. An example of more sensual hair pulling would be to grab a handful of their hair while you're kissing or you can even lead them down to their knees for a blowjob. This one guy I used to hook up with when I was in college, he was actually on the cover of Playgirl before. So two snaps for me for that, because that was like probably one of my most, uh, I guess, famous hookups. Um, I think his name on the cover was the Greek Girthquake, which was very true. (laughs) But in any case, um, he used to love to grab my hair like he was going to put it in a ponytail and then he would wrap the hair around his hand and then he would fuck me from behind. So it gave him a lot of control in the situation and it also didn't feel like my hair was being ripped out of my head in a bad way. Now, with using your nails, obviously just gentle and sensual scratching is fun. This is something I do all the time with guys I'm sleeping with because I always have fake nails. So it's always fun to start to incorporate that into foreplay and just kind of whatever, just give them different sensations as we're fooling around. But on the flip side, I've also had a lot of guys ask me to actually scratch them. So I'm not sure if it's necessarily the pain aspect that they're looking for or if they just want a conversation piece at the gym or whatever. But that's something you can incorporate, too, if you want to. And last is nipple play. So obviously, we all know the basics of nipple play with our fingers and mouths. But if you want to be a little bit more adventurous, you can incorporate nipple clamps into the mix. So there's all different types of nipple clamps. You have adjustable clamps, weighted clamps, vibrating clamps. So all of these will have different levels of pain or sensation. You can also use a Wartenberg pinwheel, which is a metal wheel with spikes on the end of it that you can roll up and down different areas of the body for more pinpoint sensations. 
a Wartenberg pinwheel used to actually be a medical tool, but now it's just, it's part of the BDSM community. So there's different ones. Some of them have multiple wheels. Some of them just have one. So a lot of people will use it on their nipples, but you can really use it all over your body. All right. Next, I'm going to cover temperature play. So adding a bit of hot and cold can add new sensations and excitement to something that was once considered routine. I've had ice used on me before, which is a lot of fun. It was basically used starting at my mouth all the way down to my body and actually ended up in my vagina. So there was lots of different sensations because obviously it going down your nipples or like the sides of you, if you're kind of more ticklish, that's going to give you all different sensations. So I highly recommend it. I think it's great also because it's like, if you want to kind of get into the food world, at least ice is just, yeah, it's wet, but it dries. It's not, you're not going to have chocolate syrup all over you or whatever. (laughs) Um, You can also get glass or stainless steel sex toys, which you can either heat up or cool down for additional play. So that could be fun if you're into that. Wax play is another form of temperature play that I've really been wanting to try. So if this is something that you want to try, please make sure that the candles or wax are body safe. Do not use regular candles for this because they can get way too hot for your skin. So if you like cooking, you know how different oils have a higher smoke point and different ones are used for frying and others aren't, right? Well, different waxes and household candles fall under the same logic. So you really have to make sure that you're getting the correct candles unless your goal is to be in the hospital burn unit all night. So please just make sure that they're the correct ones. Obviously, it's it's hot wax. You know, even if they're body safe, it's still going to be painful. But you don't want to burn like a soy candle and just fucking melt it all over you. Okay. Now, if you're looking for a more softer approach, you can use a long feather or a feather duster. So this could be something fun to incorporate if you want to do a French made role play or you can use it in between spankings to brush over the areas that are red and sore. So there's, you know, a couple alternatives with that if you want more of a softer sensation. All right. Now I'm going to get into the other senses. Like I said, touch is going to be the sense that's most commonly affected by sensation play, but you can definitely deprive or heighten the other senses, too. So with sound, you can incorporate ASMR type of stuff. So certain sounds can create a tingly sensation in the body, and it also can be used to help relax your partner as well. There is a company called TriQuin, which is an audio porn site that's geared more towards women. So this is something that you could also incorporate if you want to get a little spicier and kinkier as an added element of ASMR type pleasure. Now, if you're into more the sadomasochistic area of... BDSM, you could have your partner wear headphones and have them listen to loud and jarring music to make them disoriented and irritated. Obviously, this would be consensual, just leveling that. But this is a level of power play to make sure that they follow the rules and that if they don't, then they'll be disciplined. So it's more of a mind game. So if you're into that aspect, you can definitely use music to kind of make them disoriented and make it a little bit more challenging for them. Or if you do want to incorporate music and you're not really into the sadomasochistic part, you can play the same type of music like electronic music or EDM or even just have the same song play over and over and basically train the mind to anticipate certain things to happen during certain parts of the song. Like during a beat drop, something happens or during the chorus of a song, something happens. 
a girl I went to college with used to only have sex with her boyfriend at the time to dubstep music. So they would get high as fuck and they would just fuck to the rhythm of all the different songs. So that's something that, you know, you can incorporate too. Also a sound, you can do the opposite, which is take away a sound. So you can get noise canceling headphones. So obviously this is going to make it harder for them to hear you. But typically when you do this, it's not it's not done just by itself. Usually you're taking away sight and vision. So you would be blindfolded and have noise canceling headphones on, but you can incorporate it any way you want. If you come up with a different idea that you only want them to not be able to hear something, then that's fine. But usually it's done with sight and vision. Now with sight, you do have a few options. So you can incorporate a mirror. So you're both watching each other. So this can be really intense if you've ever watched yourself have an orgasm in the mirror, which a lot of people don't. People just kind of like, yeah, you have one person sometimes watching in a mirror, depending on how your room's decorated or set up. But to watch each other at the same time through the mirror is pretty hot. So highly recommend that. Blindfolds are a great way to deprive your vision, which will heighten all of your other senses. Obviously, blindfolds can be used more sensually along with the use of feathers and temperature play, or it can be a little bit more kinky with spanking or other forms of impact play. Another thing you can incorporate is porn. Even though a lot of porn is exaggerated and fake, watching it with your partner can definitely bring a new element to your sex game. Now, taste and smell are a little bit more limited, but you can still have fun with them. So taste and smell, I lump them together because obviously they're they're somewhat connected. So if you've been sick before and have a stuffy nose, obviously, you know, your sense of taste is usually gone temporarily. So a lot of people use those together. So eating during sex play can be really sensual. Foods like ice cream, which simultaneously are sweet, creamy, cold, and wet, is really great for sensation play. If your partner is blindfolded, you can feed them different things that will excite their taste buds. Scent is also powerful because scent is strongly tied to memory. So you can use different scents to spark their arousal. You can also use different scents to help them relax. To go back into the kind of more extreme stuff with sadomasochism, So with that, you can use either really sour or tart foods, or you can use really, really strong smells to kind of disorient them, especially if they are blindfolded as well, because then it's going to be so overpowering. So again, that's more of a power play kind of way to go about things, but that's another option as well. And as always, after you're finished any type of BDSM play, make sure that you're checking in with your partner afterwards. Aftercare is a big thing, especially if you're really getting into the more sadomasochistic stuff or if you're getting into heavier impact play. It's always good to check in with your partner, obviously during, but especially afterwards when everything's finished and you're both kind of regrouping. That way you guys can just make sure that both of you are in the correct headspace and that nothing got a little too intense. And then also you can kind of talk through it and make sure that you both enjoyed the experience, if especially if you tried something new. And then you can kind of have a game plan for next time and adjust and, you know, make changes as you see fit. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. Like I said before, go follow me on Instagram, which is Dirty Blondes Pod. Go submit questions and stories that you want me to share on the next couple episodes. When you're on my Instagram page, 
The link in my bio also has a link to a company called Promescent. They are giving all of my listeners 15% off their purchase with the code DIRTY15. As I've said before, they have a lot of really great tools to help enhance your sex life. They have lubes. They have delay sprays. They have arousal gels. They have condoms, massage oils, sex toys. So definitely take advantage of the 15% off. Like I said, the code is DIRTY15. All right, guys, I hope you have a great weekend and go have some fun with some sensation play with your partners. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye.